Welcome to Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase, a micro podcast series brought to you by the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News, your connection for nonprofit news and jobs. In each episode, you will join Jane Page Steiner, owner and publisher of the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News, as she talks with leaders and professionals about topics and issues of interest to the nonprofit community. Tune in as we cut to the chase and help you quickly gain knowledge and insights on important nonprofit issues. Welcome to Nonprofits, Let's Cut to the Chase. I'm your host, Jane Page Steiner. Does your nonprofit host fundraising events? While special events can provide critical revenue for your nonprofit, it can be confusing and frustrating trying to figure out the regulations and the reporting requirements for your events. Today, we'll be talking with our guest from the Von Lehman CPA and advisory firm about navigating financial reporting and regulations when planning your fundraising events. We're really excited to welcome Stephanie Allgaier, shareholder and the lead for the nonprofit and audit department, and Brian Pouch, principal and nonprofit tax expert. Welcome, Stephanie and Brian. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners to stick around to the end of the podcast when we will hear a fun joke from Stephanie, as we always like to end with a smile. So let's jump right in, Brian and Stephanie. So this is, I know, a big issue for a lot of nonprofits, and it can be really confusing to them what they need to report and what they don't. So as a nonprofit plans their special events, what type of financial reporting or regulations should they keep in mind? So I, I think throughout 2020, we've seen that, that and realized that there are, are a ton of new and different ways to raise money. And we've really had to pivot on a lot of things, whether it's it's normal fundraising or events, there's always a lot to consider. And the most important thing is the tracking of fundraising and event revenue and expenses and to track those separate, uh, not only for the financial reporting, but there are a lot of other considerations to think about. And that's, you know, whether you're holding a silent auction, having a raffle, a bingo, or anything else that goes along with that, there are regulatory and tax considerations such as state gaming rules, uh, charitable solicitation, tax reporting, and among other things. So can you give, can you get a little more specific about when you say tracking it separately, what does that really mean? So really when we're looking at, when we're holding events and there, we could have different components of, of a, a single event. And sometimes we need to trade, you know, if there's a raffle for an event or a bingo aspect or a silent auction, really need to be keeping track of those revenues and expenses that are not just associated with that larger event, but are associated with each individual component because there are maybe some regulatory items that go along with each of those things and tax considerations that go along with it that are not really just about the big event, but it's more so about the individual item within each event. So it's important to to track them individually. So, you know, what was our raffle income and what were our our raffle expenses? Uh, You know, the silent auction, uh, how much did we get on each item and what were, you know, what did we receive as as a component of that? Uh, So really tracking them individually is, is very important, not just the big event itself. Okay, so really segregating out those different activities so that you can really specifically see what what uh, revenue was raised with the raffle, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's not just not just about the regulatory or the tax implications of those things, but 
ideally as well, if you're not getting the value out of every, every expense or, or the commitment that you're putting into raising that revenue, maybe it's a good idea to take a look at those over the past couple of years and determine if it's something that we, we really should be considering doing. What is the, you know, the efficiency and the effectiveness of, of that type of event or fundraising item? So sort of the difference between the gross and the net? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is it providing us, is it giving us the value that we think that we're putting into it? Okay. Okay. So what type of activities at special events may be impacted by gaming regulations? Yeah, I think the uh, most important part when you're looking at any type of raffle, you know, if we were going in the gaming side, uh, is making sure that you follow uh, all the different rules that are associated with, uh, with gaming, where you have to follow each state uh, rules. Uh, and especially important here, if you look at it from a tri-state area, that you've got, you know, if you're going to carry on a raffle that's going to be both in Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky, that you know each one of the, the rules that are there and get the appropriate licensing uh, for the actual gaming event. Um, and then once you get into the gaming aspect, you know, you look at it and it's important to understand. Uh, the second thing that's important to understand is the uh, reporting requirements that uh, you, when you need to well, actually complete a form W2G uh, and report the uh, uh, prize that is being won, uh, that it has to be at least greater than $600 or, uh, and I should say, um, 300 times the amount of the wager. Uh, and then within that, you also look at it that there's also a uh, withholding requirements that you need to do. Uh, and a lot of times our exempt organizations don't realize when, you, when you're doing these events, all the different filing requirements you have to do. So you have the uh, uh, withholding requirements uh, that need to be done. And then uh, also there might be a situation where uh, the winner of the raffle is not providing you all of the information. Uh, and then that would require some backup withholding. Uh, those rules have recently changed uh, in 2021, where it would be 24% of the amount withheld. Uh, so if it's a cash prize, it's easy. You just withhold 24% of it. Uh, but if it's a non-cash prize, generally what will happen is the winner will write a check uh, for the withholding. Or if not, the organization uh, actually will do the withholding and then gross up the amount of the prize winnings. So Brian, where does a nonprofit go to get a gaming license? Yeah, that, that would be uh, on, on each state. Uh, you, you would go to the nonprofit uh, website uh, and then they would have the rules regarding gaming uh, there for uh, nonprofits and they should be able to uh, direct you as to where you go. Is that uh, at the state attorney's website? Yes, yes. Okay. okay. One thing I also, you know, is make sure that the, you know, as we are CPAs, uh, we're not, we don't practice law, uh, that they contact an attorney that really understands, uh, you know, nonprofit law that can assist them in getting the, the license if needed. So what, so what kind of common mistakes do you see nonprofits make around that, Brian, sort of around this, this filing and that? Is it just they're not filing at all or what kind of things do you see? Uh, I think they don't always realize what they're getting themselves into in regard to all the different uh, okay. uh, re reporting requirements that need to be done. Um, so again, we're just talking about, you know, the gaming side uh, and all of the different rules that are there for, you know, you look at it, you got your state license, you've got your federal withholding, you've got your reporting, um, you know, and, uh, you know, you have maintaining you know, all the records that Stephanie mentioned. Uh, and then, you know, actually, we've had some uh, nonprofits that are carrying on raffles that are relatively large, and they do two or three times a year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start wondering whether or not it's unrelated business income or not. Um, so that's another thing that you have to have to take a look at. Uh, so anybody that uh, any exempt organization or charitable organization getting involved in any type of events would want to be able to talk to their tax advisors of all the different things that they need to look out for. Before we get back to our interview, need help recruiting experienced and qualified applicants for your nonprofit job openings? Posting your job openings with the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News will help you reach thousands of experienced nonprofit professionals each week. To learn more, go to our jobs page at jpsnonprofit.com. Okay, so what is, so if someone, you know, obviously, you know, maybe unintentionally makes a mistake around some of this, what could be the kind of penalties or, or kind of things that might happen if they, if that is picked up somewhere. Yeah, and that's, um, you know, I, I always gotta look at what, what the worst thing is, is that um, it doesn't look good on the organization at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the worst. Uh, there can be uh, monetary uh, penalties for uh, not doing the proper withholding or remitting the withholding to the, uh, uh, to the uh, IRS. Um, you know, so there can be penalties in that regard that, that would need to be considered and looked at. You know, it's always one of those things, you always like to be able to do things right up front. Uh, to avoid any of those interests and penalties that come up. Okay. Well, that makes sense. But the problem is that if you do something wrong in one of the states, they will pull your license. And let's say you have, you got your license pulled and notified right before your big event. You're not having an event. And, you know, or you're not having those components with inside that event. So, um, and it's, it's difficult sometimes to get those reinstated. Um, You know, very rarely is anybody doing ever anything wrong, but the state just takes that reporting very seriously. And therefore they will, will pull um, without notification. The notification will be that you cannot do a gaming, um, anything with gaming. So if it happens right before your event, that's the last thing that you want to happen. Um, you know, especially maybe you've just sold half of your raffle tickets and you have to go get them all back and refund all that money. It's just not a fun process. So as Brian mentioned before, do it right on the forefront and it will save you the headache. So I, we're getting close to our ti- final time here. I wanted to ask if Brian or Stephanie, either one of you have any final thoughts. I don't think we have any final thoughts, but I, I will say, you know, it, and when you're, you know, after you're listening to this wonderful podcast and just, you know, realize that there are additional resources out there. We're happy to help at Von Lehman and company uh, answer any questions that somebody may have, but, uh, you know, I, I have no doubt that Jane will also be providing the, the same type of resources that we can get over to her. But, you know, there are a lot of things to consider. And, and sometimes it is confusing. And it is also confusing, as Brian mentioned, because we are in the tri-state area and each state has different gaming and regulatory rules. So sometimes those can be difficult to navigate just because of where we reside. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I also want to remind our listeners that they can learn more about Stephanie Bryan or Von Lehman by going to our podcast page on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. So, Brian, do you have any any final thoughts you want to add? Well, I, um, other than, you know, again, this is so confusing and it's very difficult for anybody, you know, doing this maybe once a year, twice a year. Um, and it's like five, two percent of what their job responsibilities are feel free to call. Um, I think that that's the most important thing. I mean, that's one thing that Von Lehman is very good at is giving back to, to, the, uh, to, to, to the community and we would be happy to help out. 
Well, I appreciate that's a wonderful offer. And again, our listeners can find out how they can contact Brian or Stephanie on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. So I think we're going to wrap it up with our joke here. Stephanie, are you ready to share your joke? I, I am ready. I, I have a joke that my children learned in kindergarten. So, you know, it's going right. to be. So, so, Jane, why did the cookie go to the doctor? So why did the cookie go to the doctor? Because he felt crummy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. I love that. That's a good one to share at your next dinner. <laughs> So thanks for joining us. And don't forget, it's easy to share our podcast with your colleagues, board members, or volunteers. You can download our episodes on our podcast page on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase.